as you get ready to start a new day, a Friday, and make some decisions for how this day is going to go, what will you eat for breakfast? AJ McCall on VFX, because a new study revealed people are much more likely to repeat breakfast than they are lunch or dinner. And I read that and I thought, okay, I guess, but do people not do like leftovers? Do people not like cook a bunch of meals? I'm so confused. AJ McCall at VFX, because I thought, no, I repeat dinner and lunch way more than I do breakfast because I thought the idea was, I mean, what we do is we cook a bunch of it, we have leftovers, so then you have to worry about cooking again for two or three days at a time. I mean, I, I guess I understand where they're coming from when it comes to, you know, you get cereal, you repeat the same cereal over and over and over and over again because you have like a box of it, but like leftovers and stuff, it's, I think it kind of depends because for the most part, I mean, when I make dinner, it's like I make dinner enough for leftovers, I guess, for the next day and that's it. So the study, 68% of people ate the same breakfast food at least twice in the week, but only repeated the same meal for dinner 9% of the time. Yeah. That's just crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't, typically when I make dinner and I have leftovers, Dustin eats them for lunch. Like I wouldn't, I don't eat them for dinner. I don't have that. I don't make that much extra, typically. I guess that makes me the weird one. Well, as you go out for breakfast, it says the thing is that would you just would you describe your breakfast as less exciting than dinner? Yeah, breakfast is like if I eat it. Breakfast is like, well, I guess I have to eat this because I know that it's important. Or I do like I did yesterday, and I cut the piece of bread that I was gonna eat, and then I leave it on the counter. So, hmm. all right, I'm the weird one then. Repeat your breakfast. It's fine. Don't repeat your Denver dinner. That's boring. <laughs> AJ and McCall on VFX. Uh, <laughs> as we get ready for the, the Christmas day, Christmas week, it's a week from tomorrow now, which is crazy to say that's going to be Christmas. A ranking was done family member wise of who are the best gift givers. Hmm. You know, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, et cetera, et cetera. Bad news for McCall, as excited as you are about the adorable additions that have come recently to your family, apparently they're the worst gift givers. Oh. I think this poll is a little bit uh, slanted, if you ask me, but a ranking was done of family members, moms, aunts, uncles, etc., who the best gift giver was, AJ McCall at VFX. And the number one, the top one, was apparently mom. They got the most part of the vote, and if they are, great. But the thing that caught my eye was the worst. You know, out of all your, call it immediate family, your grandmas, your grandpas, your moms, dads, aunts, uncles, nephews, cousins, etc., who the worst was voted? I'm going to go with grandparents. Uh, surprisingly, despite the fact that it actually came up in a different one a couple weeks ago, uh, no. Really? They made the top 10. Huh. The worst is tied with family, friends, and roommates, nephews. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and so I thought, oh, oh, bad news, McCall. Oh, oh, hmm. Doesn't matter how many videos you're going to share of them, how adorable you think they are, they're going to be terrible gift givers. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm a terrible gift giver. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm actually a pretty good gift giver. If we're, if we're actually talking, well, like, reasonably. The only way to find out seem is... People just to hate it, is, so... <laughs> So how do you deem that you're a great gift giver if you seem that pe- if you deem it that people seem to hate it? Um, only some people. I feel like I lean into it and like understand what it is that they want, and then I get them things, and then it's like, no, I, I don't know, I don't know.
That's weird. So, so the only true way to find out is that go back and, and go the other way and ask your nephews, all right, you tell me. It's between you and I. Except it's not going to be. How's McCall's a gift giver? The thing is, this is so, I feel like it's so slanted to pick mom because nobody's going to want it. But also the thing is, it's like, and, I, and this this one specific, I feel like it's so subjective, right? Because like, you, it's one mom, one uncle, one aunt, one grandpa. It doesn't matter across all family. I just think yeah. I thought it was really funny because the nephew thing, which I thought was really, really low to say that they were tied with family friends, which, yeah, I'd say big swing and a miss. And then roommates, I guess in this situation, it had to be like generic roommates that you just happen to get paired with at times because like you would think if you're choosing yeah more often than not you would pick like cool people to live with like if you had your druthers right yeah i was just super weird but nephew's the worst so uh bad news from call (sighs) gotta get on him early mccall i think if you got great gifts now hopefully they'll remember right and that and that part of the cool aunt and uncle deal yeah let's see that's the thing that threw me too because i feel like the cool aunt and uncle is the one that's supposed to get you the presents that Mom and dad were like, no, 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 it's too, like, growing up, right? That's too noisy. You can't have that. And then the aunt and uncle were like, about that. Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Try as hard as I might trying to get ketchup off one specific type of cuisine. I couldn't. But I guess really that's the least of our worries because there are some really sick people out there when they put ketchup on all sorts of things that ketchup never needed to be on. The problem is we got to the bottom of it. There's just confusion about which tomato condiment you need to be using, I guess, sometimes. What in the hell are you putting ketchup on? Everything. Well, according to this, yes, AJ McCall at VFX. So a list was put out of the strange, quote, combinations people put ketchup on. And finally, I get an answer to one of my biggest pet peeves living in the state of Utah. But here are some of the options. Okay. Grilled cheese. No. I've seen it done. I, know. I personally would not do it. I just look. I understand you. You got to hanker in for tomato because there's nothing better than tomato and grilled cheese. That. But you know, you know what's better than doing that? Putting a whole tomato on your sandwich. Oh, pass. Hard like, pass. I would. I would 100 percent prefer that rather than like, mmm, sugar toast. No. <laughs> Finally, some support other than every other normal person I talk to. Do you put ketchup on tacos? Only 8% of people said they do it. I only put ketchup on burritos when I make my when I make my burritos. They're very basic burritos. Very basic burritos. I will not put them on tacos. Disgusting. You know, it's the same argument that you just made for grilled cheese. I get it. You got to hanker in for salsa and or queso. Mm-hmm. But sugar syrup is not the answer, McCall. I know, but it is. Ugh. When it comes to like burritos and when it comes to especially like gas station burritos, I no, feel like no. I feel like this is this is I'm a product of my raising. Okay. I say, hey, y'all, and yeehaw. This is and 100% sometimes, my parents' fault. Sometimes they I put I way. put ketchup on my burritos. This is on them. Yep. Uh, Thanks, Mom. Okay, so get this. She can't hear me. She's in Mexico right now, so she won't respond. Probably offending the culture, putting she ketchup on is. burritos. Let's she be probably honest. is. Uh, I hope not. Let's let's uh, let's get a three real quick ones out of the way that make absolutely no sense. Okay. Pasta, guys, it's not tomato for tomato. I don't know how, this is the third straight one. That's disgusting. It's, it, it is. And then rice. And then salad. What? Ew. All of these things are gross. I agree. Look, I don't love ranch and will never That's unfortunate. love ranch nearly as much as the McCall Taylor. It's physically impossible oh, for me to love ranch that so much. Good. But that being 
said, I accept ranch yeah. as one of the top level <laughs> ranch, of condiments. Ranch can go on salads. Yes, it can. I don't know if you know this or not. I don't know it why, does that. why you wouldn't. <laughs> right. Like, who who sees ranch and ketchup and goes, ketchup, and puts it on a salad? Who? 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 I, I'm, I'm just imagining, what's the red sauce that they do? Marinara. No. It's a dressing. Italian. Cranberry sauce. No. French. Is it Russian. French. I think it's French. Is Every it, other country, isn't it French? Yeah, yeah. I think it's French, French dressing. French and Russian are both red, yes. I thought you were just making something up. I didn't realize there was real Russian dressing. There is. Anyway, okay. I think nice it's very to similar to French. I don't know what the difference is, I, though. Okay, Russian dressing. We're looking this up. But I, I understand that you want that and you have that desire. <laughs> just <laughs> don't. So all of this came out of like. Oh, my gosh. Russian dressing and Thousand Island are often confused because they both look like mayonnaise and ketchup is what they start with. So basically... Elevated fry sauce. No, 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 no. Yes. No, Russian is also red. Well, it is red. Thousand Island is like orange salmon. Yeah. So, it, but it's no. It, that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm literally looking at Russian dressing. It's the same color. I don't think so. I'm okay. Well, I'll tell Google that AJ from the AJ and McCall show in Logan, Utah, no, is so. saying that you're incorrect. I'm pretty positive. Excuse I'm right on this me, one. France. I'm pretty positive. I'm right. It on says this the one. flavor is similar to French or Catalina. Some yeah, manufactured versions omit the mayonnaise. <laughs> so that's where it would stop being salmon colored. Hashtag not my dressing. Uh, <laughs> You're ridiculous. It, this is disgusting. Ketchup on, apparently, just basically what happens is people go, hey, there's supposed to be some kind of tomato thing on this. Mm-hmm. Ketchup's fine. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess no, but I'll ask anyway. Growing up, did your household have each person have kind of, maybe not necessarily each, but have their own type of dressing? No. It was just ranch. I, yeah, that's what I figured. I was a Thousand Island guy. My brother was French. My dad is French. Uh, other chunks of my family were ranch, but we were very particular about our salad dressing. Now, I tell you what, I cannot stand Thousand Island. I 100% really? do not. I don't, I don't put it on. Mm-mm. I don't put it on salads. Mm. I can do it on potatoes because it's kind of like fry sauce but zesty i can't stand it but that's it aj mccall on vfx florida or not one story florida one story not i've got to figure out which one is which mccall headlines please okay headline number one some lady got charged with poisoning her boyfriend because he quit quote wouldn't shut up all right um have you tried telling him to stop talking? <laughs> maybe maybe that would help. I, I would like to know if there were a few attempts a few attempts beforehand, before the poisoning, other ways to do so. Yeah, I'm not, like let's play the quiet game, you know, then I think that one normally comes up, right? Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure. And then we got story number two. A thief tried to flee the cops in a getaway car that was up on Jack's. Nice try. <laughs> That's going nowhere. Look, I Car incompetent. Zero car knowledge. Really? <laughs> like, even I'd be like, there's something wrong here. <laughs> like, I'm not sure how, what to do here. How, 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 how do you not know that? Because there's no way, there's no way you can't get in the door and not notice, yeah. like, immediately, even if it was on the opposite side of the car. Ah, man, they just got a lift kit on one side. That's super weird. Yeah. So, 
You know, they don't warn you about that possibility, your parents, when they send you out into the real world and maybe they give you some kind of background on dating, maybe not. They just wait till you come to them with the problem. But no one ever says, heads up, if you talk too much, someone might be crazy enough to poison you. It's true. They never warn you about that. No, it's really strange. Maybe we need to start uh, implementing that. <laughs> AJ and McCall on VFX. I mean, I don't know, based on Florida or not, it'd be a long list. It'd be easy to tell people the things that might not happen and yeah. you'd be like uh nothing nothing might not happen correct expect the unexpected always <laughs> florida not on vfx now it's time to get into the full stories figure out which story is from florida and which one is not all right so we got story one and this involves a lady who got charged with poisoning her boyfriend's drink because he quote wouldn't shut up um i guess they were dispatched to the home in reference to a poisoning when they arrived she was sitting on the front porch yelling at the police um, when they got closer, she was uttering, yeah, I did it because he wouldn't shut up. Um, she said, I gave him just enough to shut him up and called it, called y'all so he wouldn't die. Do whatever you want. But if you don't take me, I'll kill him. So what, in that situation, leave. Yeah. Break I mean, up with you're, him. You're, you're in a position you could like, you know, move. Like, I, would you say I didn't away. expect the story for her to immediately be like, all right, he he's he's poisoned. Like, yeah, cool. Come I did get it. Him. He's poisoned. <laughs> Leave. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they'd been approximately together for nine years. So dang, that's a lot. That's some time invested there. And yeah, well, it is, but it's also like, well, then you should know that you weren't happy. I mean, yes. You should know that you hated it. You should have bounced, walked away. Not poisoned him. And then we got story number two. Uh, some guy went to a car dealership on Tuesday, stole four tires off of a Dodge Challenger and tried to put them on his own car. Cops got there before he could finish. So he drove, he dove into his car to make a quick getaway and forgot, up, oh, still up on jacks. So. So the panic of the moment makes this slightly more excusable. I mean, yeah. But is this like the situation where like he was like, oh, if I get this off a Dodge Challenger, just like getting new shoes, you're like, these are going to make my car faster. I don't know, maybe. Or he just flat out need new tires. Because Lord knows, like if he was just like, I'm not paying that, like I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Buying tires is insane. Yep. Mm. Man, that had to be hilarious. <laughs> just got it. Oh, man, I'm stuck. See, he's got. Cops just doubled over. He He's got his. Literally, the the cop car is in front of this car. They're both the same car. They're both a Dodge Challenger. Only his <laughs> is red. And, you know, smashing hmm. a jack at the moment. Because it is funnier and less serious, I'm going to go with story number two. It's not. Sorry. Must be sad. I know. She should have just left. Story number two happened in Washington State. Seattle, hmm. actually. Well, I got wrong because to me, number two was the dumbest. Oh, I guess you can make the argument it is really dumb to commit possible murder when you could just be like, hey, look, we're done. Deuces. And then gone. Uh, Florida not with AJ McCall on VFX. How about as we head into the week of Christmas, hopefully with several days off, a short week for everybody. How about some fun uh, facts about Christmas? Like in Japan, what is it tradition to eat on Christmas? Because this is nuts, especially with how you have to uh, order it ahead of time. Oh. Also, weirdly enough, just thinking in my head, why is the abbreviation Xmas? I don't know. Found the answer. Ooh. Randomly came up. 
And okay. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, as magical and as loving and as his historian song is, was just made to save money. Be the life of your work Christmas party with Christmas fun facts. AJ McCall on VFX. Just this morning, I used Xmas for shorthand, and then I thought, why is it Xmas? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it dates back to the 16th century because it's based on the Greek letter chai, which looks like an X, which is also the first letter in the word that translates to Christ in English. Huh. No idea. Interesting. There you go. Now you know. Fun fact about Christmas and radio, actually, the first song ever played on radio was Oh Holy Night on Christmas Eve in 1906. 1906. Right? A minute ago. And if you had to guess, and I'll tell you it's a fast food restaurant. But if you had to guess what the tradition is in Japan to eat for Christmas, what would you guess? Burgers. Uh, not bad. Oh. KFC. Oh. And and orders have to be placed two months in advance. Oh, my gosh. Two months. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. KFC is running that commercial now where that, that dad is like in line at a store or something, and he does the mobile app, right? And he goes and picks it up, and they sit in front of a fireplace, and they eat it. And I'm like, yeah, because that would really happen. Apparently in Japan, it's legit. Like, that's a thing. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, that is nuts. And lastly, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was created in 1939 by Montgomery Ward Department Store. And the reason why is they used to buy coloring books to pass out at Christmas and then decided it would be cheaper to print their own books with the original character. So they created Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh. Just to save a few bucks. Just to save a few bucks. That's rude. <laughs> And speaking of which, let's see how well, maybe, just maybe, you know Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, right? Because all this week, Christmas music has been unnecessarily censored for no reason whatsoever. So why not, since we just found out he was created to save a few bucks, your chance to win a Merrill Family Christmas tree hinges on just how well you know the song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. How confident are you that you could name all eight reindeer? Highly. Highly confident. Intensely. Intent. Well, okay. Why intensely? It was a weird adjective to pick. <laughs> I just figured I asked because that's how the song starts. Well, yeah, I know. AJ McCall at VFX. You know, you know some of them and most right. of them, and I, they rhyme. So I'll make it up as we go. I know. I know them. Are you sure? Because it seems them. like you're faltering I'm the more and more you I'm answer I'm intensely this knowing question. this answer. Say so. I don't know. Am I supposed to answer it or am I just like, I don't, no, I don't know. I was just asking and it just seems like the the more you answer it, the less confident it seems, standing but the stronger the words get. Standing very anxiously on the edge of trying to understand whether or not I'm going to have to rattle them off right now. I'm waiting. I'm ready to whip it out at any time. Just just tell me. Say the word. Not right now. Oh, okay. I just wanted to know because Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is the song that has been unnecessarily censored today, and it starts with eight reindeer, and I feel like that's... I was curious. Yeah. And apparently, if you do not know the... If you're not intensely confident that you could answer that question correctly, you're not the right kind of confidence, what I'm hearing from the McCall Taylor. I didn't say that. You said that. That's what it just it, con- it was conveyed to me. That's how it feels. <laughs> that being said, you can win our last Merrill family's Christmas tree if you can tell us what word has been unnecessarily censored in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Join in any reindeer games. Then one <laughs> Christmas Eve, Santa came to say. What could that possibly be? I have no idea. I just don't think that is appropriate for Santa. How dare you? One more time. Join in any reindeer games. Then one 
Christmas Eve, Santa came to say. I am four. I don't know what I don't know what the word is. No clue. This this one, by the way, I think the only one this week, one hundred percent. No, and I'm I know really? I know, I know it's not punched. I know it's, it's not, not punched. punched. From uh, Holly Jolly Christmas. That's right. Definitely not then one punchy evening. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, if you could tell us what the word is, though, you get our last Merrill's Family Christmas tree, 435-787-0945. What is the word that has been unnecessarily censored in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? What word is unnecessarily censored in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Which is tough because if you think about it, AJ McCall at VFX, uh, some of you... Were those type of kids that added all the words to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? So now you just got to go back and try and figure out which words were the right words and which wasn't. And when I say some of you, I mean me too. I I got in trouble all the time. I was that type of kid. All the time. Sorry. So what is this word? Join in any reindeer games. Then one Christmas Eve, Santa came to say. Now we ruled out punchy. We did. We didn't think Santa Claus punched people in the face. I think after our discussion yesterday, definitely doesn't seem like ketchup would be the answer. No. Even though it's put on everything. Then one ketchup. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, not but very. Actually, even before we get to that, Jake, the question is, how confident are you that you could name all the eight reindeer that start that song? <laughs> Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty confident. Oh, good! Would you describe it as intensely confident? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did hear that, and uh, intensely. I don't know about intensely. That seems a little bit too much. So Jake is not as confident <laughs> that he could name the eight reindeer as you are, McCall. So now we've got a sliding scale to work with here. Oh, okay. The real question though is, Jake, what is the word that has been unnecessarily censored in Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Well, I was I was listening to it, and I'm pretty sure the word that was bleeped out is foggy. Well, let us listen. Join in any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say. It is it is foggy. It is foggy. <laughs> Congratulations. But, but I don't know I don't know why it's censored. It's because uh, it's unnecessarily it's just censored. Unnecessarily censored. It's because it's funny. <laughs> it's because it's intensely fun. It is. It is intensely fun. <laughs> Congratulations, Jake. You and a Merrill's family Christmas tree. So hang on the line, we'll get all your information to get you all taken care of. Awesome. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. Don't let his soft-spoken meaner to fool you. He was intensely excited about the prospect of winning his Merrill family Christmas tree. Of course he was. All right, McCall, what are the eight reindeer? Uh, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, yep. Rudolph. That's yep. the ninth one. Yep, but, he's know. the ninth. He's the weird one. Hey, how dare you? He's the, he's the one that commercially saved Christmas. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Rudolph. Can you imagine? Can we, just, can we just real quick? Like, I know. I've seen the movie, right? He got picked on. He's a freak with the red nose. Right. All of those names are awesome. Oh, Dasher, yeah. Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, all great, right? I wish, Rudolph, I wish no. I had been named that. Yeah. Blitzen really is awesome. I wish my mom had named me that. McCall's boring. <laughs> McCall's bl- boring in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take her seriously right now. <laughs> you shouldn't. All right, fine. AJ and Rudolph in the morning. You got it. You got no, your wish. I want Blitzen. No, you said Rudolph. No, I said, they, I said one of the other names because they're all fancy. I like all of the fancy names. I want Blitzen. My firstborn child shall name me, be named Blitzen Comet Knight. Right. Uh, congratulations to Jake. He wins the Merrill family Christmas tree. I am intensely frustrated right now. Uh-oh. Because we say the same thing every time it comes to Park Narks, right? 
our vote doesn't count. You guys get to decide. Yep. And then you vote for who annoys you the most. And that's it's crucial and critical in the Park Narcs term as we work our way down from the biggest offenders of Park Narcs in 2021 to the grand champion. Mm-hmm. And somehow, I let it slide when one of my favorites got eliminated in the first round. I was okay with that. I let it go. You voted wrong. Uh-oh. I am intensely upset with the results from yesterday. Oh, no. Common saying in sports is you don't play the game on paper, and that's why the favorites never win. Uh, apparently, that is applicable to Park Narcs as well, because I thought for sure DLD ironic parking was going to carry its way somewhere, at least at least into this next round. But it got smacked, trounced. Yeah. yeah. Molly Womped. I'm really surprised. I'm very, very surprised. It went ahead with, let's make a 45-degree angle in this parking lot with two cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Wow, two of my favorites to possibly win this thing gone. Just, I'm look, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. AJ McCall on BFX. That being said, with the voting closing from yesterday, that means we are now down to our final four. We have our region champions. So let's give them their due respect and announce the region champions from the region of uh Facing the wrong direction, double parking, stripy rectangle, and WTF. Well, we have, I would say, a shocking move because we, Tesla ended up moving forward. The Tesla and the stripy rectangle ended up moving forward into this final, whatever it is, however many we are at right now. And they were up against uh, the one car that I thought was going to end up winning because it was parked very tightly in between two cars. Really? In that the, one didn't win either? Yeah, in the special needs spot. So there's all kinds of upsets going on right now. Uh, wow. and, and then the uh, parking at Smith's in front of that triangle, triangle on head. the triangle. I thought that one would win. That one ended up making it. So it's the Tesla versus the Smith's parking lot one. I mean, at this point, is anything going to stop Tesla? Because I don't think so. I really don't. Just based solely on the fact that people don't like them. Uh, it seems like that's what's carrying it through, honestly, at yeah, this point. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting. Uh, and then in our uh, WTF category, we've got the car on the grass. That one won for some reason. <laughs> Just kidding. I know why it won. Because I don't know how they got up there. I don't know how that car got up there and parked. I'm shocked because it doesn't look like an accident. <laughs> it looks intentional. Uh, no, it does. It doesn't. There doesn't look like there's any huge scrapes or dents, which would seem to be the case if you were to hit that curb hard enough to bump. Yep. And then the uh, nominee it's up against is the mess, the mess of parking in the south end of the valley's parking lot. There's like five cars that are parked incorrectly, and I think sheer mass appeal is what has has drawn people to that. They're like, wow, there's a lot of cars that are messed up. Vote. That's what I get. That knocked off DLD. Okay. It did. I, That's the I one. I would be surprised, even though it was not my favorite, I would acknowledge it was one of the favorites. I would be surprised at this point if parking on the grass did not win the whole thing. Yeah. But- I have said that like every round, and then uh, on in that round, whatever the one of the ones I like, gone. So that being said, we're down to the final four. So the poll is going up. So you vote. So Monday will be down to the championship game, as it were, and Tuesday we will have our Park Narks winner. So that is going up. The final four, two pairs here, is the region champions face off against each other to find out who's going to go head to head in the championship for worst Parker in Cash Valley in all of 2021.
Utah's VFX on our Instagram story. Thank you for voting thus far. Continue to do so as we are this close to having a champion. All right, real estate dabbler. Oh. Occasionally, <laughs> Lee McCall Taylor will find herself looking around to see uh, what's available and what costs what. Like when Post Malone bought his house in Utah. I found it. just opened up a whole rabbit hole. It's beautiful. Did you ever wander up to the North Pole? I didn't, but my mom did. Zillow Uh has updated what Santa's workshop is worth. Oh, nice. With pictures. That's accurate. I got to be honest. I had no idea. Okay. How in your random rabbit hole searches of real estate across the world did you not find Santa's workshop? I don't know. AJ and McCall on VFX. It would have felt like one of those rabbit holes one day would be like, all right, where's the most ridiculous places I can find? But apparently, the only reason I found it, by the way, because I'm not saying I would have found it either. Right. Is Zillow said, by the way, congrats to Santa. The workshop is now worth over a milli. Wow. Which initially I was like, was like, well, that should be higher. And I was like, well, no, because like as much as everyone values space now, it's not like a friendly location to get to. Right. So it's I'm kind honest, of uncomfy. Yeah, I'm kind of astonished that it's worth over a million. But apparently in just this past year, it went up from 870000 to uh, $1.03 million huh. is what it was worth. Impressive. And I can tell you the main house is 2,500 square feet. It was built in 1822. It was remodeled eight years ago. Three bedrooms, 25-acre property, has a workshop, ranger stables, garage, and a bunch of tiny houses. Huh. I'm kind of blown away. I got to yeah, be honest. I am too. It's actually really impressive. I'm going to look at it. I'm not going to buy it. I'm just going to look at it. I don't think that I could buy it. I feel like Santa would be like, get out. <laughs> I'm reading the description. One of the things. This year, the has updated their home photos, and it looks like they have a few new additions. Oh, nice. How do you manage 25 acres in a place that's probably snow like all the time? Nothing? Is it just nothing? Just cry. Really? Just cry? <laughs> I mean, it'd be one thing if you had to mow that yard, but I mean, I just don't, I don't see that being a thing at the North Pole. No. I don't know that it's entirely all the time snowy. That's fair. But that I don't know. Wrong. I feel like. Maybe there's like a week. Like, <laughs> I, a week's not enough that the grass grows to the point that you have to do anything with it, right? If it's only a week, you'd be like, nah, I don't, I don't, I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll just let the, 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 the cold and the, the snow will kill this grass. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. Hmm. It looks nice. I tell you, if you if you love the idea of a romantic cabin that no one's going to bother you, which I'm all about, I'm into it, uh, it's just the getting there part that has me hung up. But being said, congrats, Santa. It's worth over a million. All that hard work, and now your real estate's paying off. Santa's just going to get out of the game, sell Ho- that, and retire. Hopefully he's diversified his portfolio, and he's got lots in uh, other places as well. I, yeah. I mean, he's been around for a minute. It'd be silly to think, right? It's like that vampire meme the other day. If you've been around since 1822 and having a mess, some, amass some kind of elf, yeah. just walk into the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, think do you think maybe he just like goes on vacation and the elves just like chill up there forever and they're just like, Oh, well, I wonder when he's gonna come back. I guess we'll just keep working. Deal, yeah. It's like CEO ish. Ugh, that's CEO-ish. kind of rough. Yeah. No, I mean I'd buy it. Like who's to say Santa doesn't get down into Cabo in the off season? You I know? imagine. Just, just get away from the cold, right? Because yeah. like, even though he lives in the cold to do his work, he also works in the cold because let's not forget wind, high it's 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 brutal up there. It is. It's rough. It's yeah. I'd buy it. If I'm saying I'm definitely going to spend a month or two in Cabo after the season's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Heads up, uh, Utah Highway Patrol troopers reporting whiteout conditions near the summit of Logan Canyon. Motorists are advised to have four-wheel drive, snow tires, or chains if you're traveling between Logan and Bear Lake. Travel between Logan and Bear Lake, four-wheel drive, snow tires, or chains near whiteout conditions. It's a bold choice, though very much appreciated for Cash Valley Secrets to confess as we head into the week of Christmas. Uh, And also, uh, all of our moms were correct. House guests will judge you on the cleanliness of your home. It has been ranked. It has been revealed. And these are the things you need to, if you're going to host, take care of. I feel like it's safe to assume the people that get what they need to off their chest for Cash Valley Secrets know that they're at least morally questionable a lot of the times, right? Yeah. Like, they acknowledge that. AJ McCall at VFX. So if we were to play a game where, like, I read the latest confessions to you and you decided if they were on the naughty or nice list... They would totally understand, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, great. So, confession. Woke up with a, quote, love bite after a night out and uh, had a right, <laughs> yelled at my boyfriend for leaving such a hideous thing. Turned out it was dried ketchup. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's funny because you know what so people funny. put ketchup on? Everything, including right. people, apparently. That's true. That's not, that's, you know, that doesn't get you on the naughty list, right? No, no. Uh, I mean, you apologize, but. Yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, my friend keeps sending me pictures of his ugly baby. He knows it annoys me. I've changed the settings in my phone uh, so the pictures don't auto download. Take that, you can't finish sentence. <laughs> wow, that's so clever. <laughs> <laughs> naughty or nice list, Sounds like some passive aggression going on over there. I don't really know where to classify that because I don't think that's just personal preference. Like you don't want to hear from them. You don't have to hear from them. I wouldn't necessarily say that that's the case. I would say <laughs> you're fine, really. Um. So like I lost my train of thought. Are you, are uh, you texting him I back was, and saying no, his baby's ugly? I'm, because I'm if you're doing guess, that, that's that's bad. <laughs> no, I'm going to guess based on it, it's like, hey, it's just stop sending me pictures of your baby. Like, I'm good. I, you, th- and to quote The Office, that baby could star in the show, Babies I Do Not Care About. <laughs> and so apparently the friend decided to go the complete other way and yeah. just oversaturate your messages with, uh, with babies. I don't want to see baby pictures. Uh, I often eat chocolate and cookies and put the wrappers in the kids' bedroom, so I'm not blamed. Never been caught. Mrs. regularly yells at them. Sorry, kids, but your dad is greedy and guilty. Oh, my gosh. That is so mean. That one's mean. That, that one's mean. That is so mean. Come on, guy. <laughs> How dare you? Don't do that one. I- that that one goes directly to the naughty list because you're you're creating turmoil inside of your home purposely. <laughs> Just say it's you. Come on. I wow wow okay that's the naughty list. How about this? A company promised to sponsor a charity event early in COVID times, but despite me putting their logo on everything, they ghosted us. Oof. So I embarked on an 18 month word of mouth campaign against them. Several of their biggest clients cut ties, and today they've gone under. Oof. Ta-da. Ooh, rough. <laughs> That's rough. Oh, I mean, they shouldn't have done that. No. They definitely shouldn't have done that. No. But, ouch. Big ouch. Ouchies. Yeah. Oof. I don't know where I would, I mean, reaping, reaping your uh, rewards, I guess you could say. In that situation, I, I mean, it would seem kind of like you would. I would. I would hope 
for the sake of this person, not that I hope in general that like, hey, there's a business out there that stiffs people, <laughs> right. that this would be their attitude generally across the board. So like a bad company went down, right? But it's yeah. it feels a little rough. I mean, talk about an ego trip. Oh, yeah. Taking down a company, quote unquote. Yeah. I'd be- Better watch out for them Yelp reviews. Oof. They coming for you. Yeah, oh, they are. Um, I once stole a whole box of pens from work. Joke's on me, though, because during lockdown, I've used them all for work purposes. That, <laughs> that's funny. That turns, that turns more into like, yeah, well, did you, did you start it? Did you start the lockdown? I, yeah, I just want to say, confessor of Cash Valley Secrets. Correct. Let the record show, and I confess to it multiple times, that my New Year's resolution going into the year 2020 I said it multiple times on air jokingly was let's make it less personal, more digital. Yep. And I also said more curbside pickup. We both got our wishes. It was just one of those things where the genie's like, ah, you weren't specific. Worldwide pandemic. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of confessions, always thank you for sharing Cash Valley Secrets on, on uh, social media or texting 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. Our moms were right. When guests come over, there's certain things they're eyeballing as they come over and judging you. Oh, for sure. And I'm with McCall. They should. So look, if you're hosting for Christmas, consider this a favor because we're telling you what you need to clean up ahead of time. You're welcome. 72% of people say they feel pressured to uh, clean their home if they're going to have guests over for the holidays. To which I say, frankly, yeah. two things. One, who are the 28% of people who don't feel pressured to clean? Two, is it only just the holidays? Because shouldn't you feel pressured to clean if you're going to have anyone over at any given time? I, I would say yes. I would say for the most part. AJ McCall on VFX. Now, while mom may not be totally right about the bed being made and a little wrinkle here or there, or speck of dust, she is correct that uh, people coming over will judge you and they will judge you harshly. Yeah. Now, a list put out top 10 things that people will judge you. And I think a lot of this is kind of dust, sticky floors, overflowing of uh, trash recycling, General pet smell, a dirty toilet, things like those I think are kind of obvious, right? Mm -hmm. But bathrooms that are dirty in general, your kitchen a total disaster, general clutter, other surfaces that are gross like tables and countertops, they will also judge you for, in which I say, yeah, they should. Yeah. Didn't we, like we talked about this, I don't remember at what point this year, but some point this year the life hack was decided that if you just have trouble, me, motivating yourself to clean... Invite people over. Mm-hmm. You'll figure out real fast how to it, start getting some stuff clean. It makes it makes it so you want to. I mean, I don't know. Like this whole post is set up like these. The poll was done, and people are like, "I just I don't like it. I feel pressured to, to to clean my house." Then don't have anybody over. Yeah, live in your filth. Do it. And look, I'm not judging you from a position of strength. My place has been a mess forever. Our living room is destroyed. Uh. Do we have people over? No, we don't. We tell them too. Look, our place is a mess. We can't have you over. Now it is a convenient out sometimes. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, ah, our place is just a mess right now. Like I'm embarrassed at the state of my place, and also there's just not room for people because we got like stuff everywhere. But also, I'm also not going to complain because like if they came over and then they left, I'm like, man, AJ kind of lives in a landfill, and I'd be like, <laughs> that's fair. It's a fair burn. <laughs> it's a fair burn. There's stuff all over the place. Uh-huh. There's clothes on the floor in the bedroom. There's who knows what in the living room. You just haven't gotten around to clean. We clean up a little bit, then we get new stuff for whatever reason, and then stuff everywhere again. You know, when it comes to, like, going over to people's houses, I'll speak from my own personal experience. 
Um, I don't like for the most part, unless the toilet is like <laughs> terrible. For the most part, I'm like Meh, whatever. Wipe that's what it is. Wipe. Disgusting. Yeah, not like that. Um, I wouldn't give people a hard time about dishes in the sink. No. Dishes in the sink and, and garbage depends That's on the, I was the just thinking statement about. of overflowing. Yeah. Because my garbage a lot of times is full and it's like, eh. yeah, no, sorry, no, my I'm garbage is you, full. Let me empty it really fast I don't, and go move outside. Yeah, but I don't generally like to, I like to bust myself as it were. Yeah. So, like, I'll play the let's push the trash down game at For home. Sure. I'm not going to play the let's push the trash down game anywhere else. Exactly. I don't know where your trash has been. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, one of the other things that made the list is a disgusting bathtub or shower. If it Wh- smells, right. sure. But I also don't feel like I'm like, what's going on in here? <laughs> Pulling the curtain aside so yeah. people hear, hey, where's your restroom? And all of a sudden they hear the... Whoosh, Sorry, I had to make sure there wasn't a robber in here. Also, have you ever scrubbed that tub? Nobody says that. Nobody. Why did AJ ask to go to the bathroom right after getting here and then immediately we heard the shower curtain move? He had to take a shower, man. What? What is he doing? It's just what it is. Don't ask questions. <laughs> there's your uh, <laughs> there's your little help ahead of the holiday season, things you should clean. Bathrooms, dishes, trash. Yep. And then just general smell. Candles, Febreze, they will be your friends. The other day we were talking about cookies and there was a very special thank you that we needed to wish that we didn't. So now we're going to get their whole own special moment while we yes. talk about it and rat out the, the I'm not going to call them thieves because McCall and I were willing to share but uh, did you do you know what happened to that box, by the way? No. Oh, yeah. Look, let me ask you a question, and then I will answer as we get up. If you were to take the last of something out of a box, what do you do with said box? Throw it away. Yes, you do. I think I should get my complaints out of the way because I feel like it would taint the thank you if I do thank you first and then in with complaints. Yeah. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX. Now, the, the big trivia question, and this one's a stumper, is if you had a box of something. Cookies, for example, whatever. And you took the last one out at a communal thing. Like, so it's at work, right? Right. And you took the last one out. What do you do with said box? You leave it. No, (laughs) you had it right the first time. You overthought it. I know. You get rid of it. You throw it in the garbage. If you're finished with it and you're the last one, it's like, what do you do when there's no more toilet paper on the roll? You go get some. Not way, here. No, no I'm not gonna, here. I'm glad you brought it up. Let's just, no, you know what? Cookies, pause. Complain fest, let's do it. We're going, we're so going in. The last two times the toilet paper has run out in the men's room, it is me that has replaced it. And what I don't understand is you've seen it. We have cabinets full of it. Correct. Full of it. Right. Just go get as many as you can carry. Yep. Just make it just like a game a show. How many rolls of TP can I get back to just, the bathroom? Just, just get a couple. Put them underneath the sink. I grabbed three because, like, they had that under lock and key until, like, two months ago. Right. And I don't want them to be like, hold on and watch that guy. Right. I don't need to be watched over one-ply toilet paper. <laughs> but, like, put more. Like, it, you, whoever puts the last roll on. <laughs> one-ply is generous. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Half-ply. Sandpaper. Whatever. Whoever puts the last roll, go grab more! I know. Go grab more! I know. I don't understand it. I really don't. It's like, oh, I don't want to. If, uh, if they ever ask what made me snap, it's that. Well, okay, so yes, I would guarantee one hundred percent with McCall on this. On my life, double down. So McCall and I got a box of cookies, which was so nice. Which I'm we'll, so thankful. I will try to find a way to we get will, the anger out of my voice when we say thank you. We here will in a serve second. gratitude momentarily, Logan. You're the best. The thing that pissed me off. <laughs> 
is we should we didn't have to. They were given del- specifically to us. It wasn't like here you go, company, and then McCall and I just happened to be the ones at the door. Right. They were given to us specifically, and they even said on it, share or don't. I can't tell you what to do. We also have a wax stamped letter. It was very nice. Yeah. So we were like, all right, we'll share because there was a bunch of them. Yeah. So I took a, a chunk. McCall took a chunk, and we left them here because they were addressed to us. Yeah. And so. You know, the rats of this this company came in and they oh took gosh. them and it's fine because we said they could have them. Yeah, of course. And then someone took out the last cookie or two. At this point, I think they grabbed three because they're that kind of person. And then they just left the box in the studio. They didn't take it with them, run it out to the dumpster, nothing. They were like, eh, good enough. They left trash sitting just, on my area. I just want to know. My The only thing I'm really curious about. Real curious because this is how we get frustrations out. We don't vet it. We don't actually talk to anybody in the company. We just, just talk about it show. on air. This is just how we do it. Um, I just want to know if producer Butters got any. Oh yeah, because he that's told the me. only reason no, why he told me. Did he get? He got. He got more than one. Okay, then that's all right. I'm not angry about him having more than one. No, I just can't help it right not. now because I'm He's so worked up mad. about toilet paper boxes. He's just mad about toilet paper and boxes. <sighs> that being said, Logan was the one that was nice enough yes. to make the cookies, bring us the cookies, write us a letter. I meant to say something the other day when we were talking about cookies. That was the segue into it. I did it. So now, Logan, hopefully comfortably, you're like being juxtaposed with the complaints about the workplace and how people don't clean up after themselves. They were... Delicious. They were lovely. The cookies were very, very good. It's worth noting, uh, you know, the f- second person who got some is our bossy boss, and he, like, within 30 seconds, came he was back like, for a this second. This is the best thing I've ever had. So, thank you so much for doing so. We really appreciate it. Wherever you are, Logan, I hope you're having a good day. Thank you. VFX's Facebook roulette. We're going to find something on your page, put it on our page, but promise, I promise you, we like and shared it from yours. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. AJ Knight McCall, Taylor, you're friends with us, then that's how we find the posts that we want to post, to share, excuse me. So, McCall, what do you got? Well, sorry, I have to pause as I yawn. Um, I landed on my friend Heidi's post, and it's a retweet from the dad that says, me as a kid, falls 10 feet from the monkey bars. I'm okay. Me now. I tried to scoop ice cream. It was just a little too frozen, and I dislocated my shoulder. Pro strat for you, by the way. Uh, not appreciated nearly as much until in adulthood. You're going to have ice cream. Take it out ahead of time. Yes. And let it thaw a little bit. Yes. Sorry. sorry. Let it de-thaw a little bit. No. Don't you ever say that again. <laughs> I landed my friend Patrick. It's a picture of a tweet. Interviewer, are you good at staying calm in stressful situations? Me. I'm not good st- at staying calm in relaxing situations. Yeah, you can win because that's. I hate how accurate that is. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Same with AJ and McCall. Something just went up on that uh, Instagram. If you're not friends with us, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. So do so. Utah's VFX as well because Park Narks is now in its final four. We put up a poll so you can vote on that. So we will have the championship Monday winner announced Tuesday which means we can dish out the prizes for the podium finishers. So be sure to watch it this weekend. Please vote. Please vote. Utah's VFX on our Instagram story. Also, all of the Region 11 teams except Green Canyon for boys basketball in action tonight. Streams, whether it's just audio or the video stream, find it at cashvalleydaily.com as they are uh, getting ready to close out the pre-Christmas break and get ready for region play. Cashvalleydaily.com. Um there isn't supposed to be snow in the forecast, but after there was supposed to be like a lot yesterday and there wasn't, who knows? Yeah. Please be careful. I say this as someone who has to commute south tonight. Please be careful. Yeah. Drive safely.
Other than that, tell tomorrow, Monday. Tell Monday, because today is Friday. Indeed it is. Tell Christmas week for the AJ and McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX.